Before we dive into this week's podcast masterclass, I want to make sure that you are subscribed to my YouTube channel. If you are a podcaster and you're looking to level up your podcast, launch, scale, monetize, whatever it is, then my YouTube channel is the thing for you. I have actionable tutorials, things that show you how to do things, all the stuff that you're not sure how to do. Maybe if I'm mentioning it in this podcast episode, there's a very, very, very high chance it's somewhere on that channel. So go and please check it out that you can subscribe to it right now on the show notes. Go on, give it a click. Let's jump into the masterclass. Coming up in this episode of the Podcast Creators Hub, we're going to be looking at video podcasting and taking a hard look at the truth of video podcasting because with YouTube announcing that it's looking at getting into the podcasting space, Spotify bringing on their own video podcasting platforms and other places really leaning into the space as well, you might want to know a little bit more about it. And we're going to cover it all in this episode. Let's run the intro. Ash Borland here, podcasting coach and the host of the Podcast Creators Hub. Hope you are having a wonderful day. And in today's episode of the Podcast Creators Hub, we're going to be looking at video podcasting. I want to break down what is video podcasting, the pros, the cons, where you should be uploading it, all of the things, as well as five tips that are going to help you navigate the video podcasting space and do the best possible practices. So firstly, what is a video podcast? Well, a video podcast is a podcast that has a video element to it. Wow. <laughs> we can turn that off now. We're done. Um, that is very much it. It is a podcast with a video element. And this is often so over-confused and over-complicated, and it, and it doesn't need to be. If you have a podcast and you put video to it, that's a video podcast. Now, the reason where there can be some confusion is, a lot of people do, and some people do get quite confused in this, and a lot of old-school podcasters will say that podcast is audio only, and it doesn't have video. Well, that's not true. Um, and then a lot of live streamers and kind of video interviewers on platforms like Twitch and like YouTube will say they're not a podcast, they're a live stream show, and again, kind of not true as well. They're, they're all kind of the same thing now. As time is moving forward, as the evolution of podcasting is happening before our eyes, we are seeing that more and more people are now actually consuming video podcasting. So that is what a video podcast is. Now let's talk a little bit about the pros, because there is some pros, there's lots of pros to video podcasting. That is, It's pretty cool. So if you are podcasting and you have a video podcast, one of the, well, the best things about it is people get to see your face, they get to connect with the person who's speaking. And if you're somebody who's been consuming that you're like my content, for example, for a while, and but you've been listening to me in the car or stuff like that, you then when you come onto a podcast, you get this intimate connection because you get to see me. You get to see my beautiful face. <laughs> um, but the truth is, that is a really big pro. We forget this human connection. It's why things like YouTube and TikTok do very well because people like to see other people. They feel connected. Another reason why it's so great is that actually you have this amazing use of repurposability. So you can repurpose this content if it's video format. Whereas if it's audio, you have you are stuck with this kind of awful it sounds, these audiograms and things like that, which is not very good. They're not good. No matter how much people will tell you, oh, it's fine. I really don't think you should be doing audiograms in 2022 moving forward. I really don't because I think that this is something that the old community of podcasting, that small community likes. But when you start to broaden out and start to try and reach new audiences, 
They don't want these audiograms. They don't really get it. It's just not worth it. So having a video side means your clips for your, your micro content, small clips that go on social, they can be really, really useful and really powerful because you actually have people talking. So great for repurposing. And it's awesome for discoverability because things like Facebook and YouTube and you know Instagram, all these platforms, LinkedIn, they have very large audiences and their discoverability is very, very good in comparison to things like you know, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, which discoverability is just terrible. So you have this, that is a real pro and you do get the, you know, like I think that there's such good reasons why it is just such an awesome idea in my opinion. However, it doesn't exude the fact that there are a lot of cons and you need to know about these cons if you're thinking about starting a podcast because, or a video podcast, sorry, because it's not all sunshines and rainbows. It's not all amazing. So the cons are, it's a lot harder to do. It's a lot more tech, first of all. So let's look at the tech. So it's harder. Let's drop. Let's drop that even bit, like even lower. The tech is very difficult because if you've spent all this time figuring out audio, you've got your soundproof rooms, everything's great. Now you're going to throw on another level of tech, meaning cameras and lighting, and which becomes a whole world of more confusing. You need to have good lighting three-point lighting systems, ambience. You need to make sure that your ISO, whatever it is, is set right. I'm, I'm terrible with cameras. <laughs> um, I'm getting better. But, you know, you've got a whole new layer of tech, which comes, by the way, with cost, and that comes with a learning curve. So that is definitely a big con and something that puts a lot of people off because it is a steep learning curve. It's probably going to take you a few months to figure it out and I would recommend if you're doing that, you probably want to figure out while you're doing it, you don't want to wait until you've got it perfect because otherwise it, it's not going to be as good. So that is a big con. The other con when we talk about it being hard is the presentation skill. So doing video podcasting, so tech is one thing, but then you have to be good at yourself as a presenter. When you are audio only, you can have your notes in front of you. You can have, um, you know, you can just kind of be, you know, dazing off into your own little dream world, but talking into the microphone and giving all your attention to the audio. But when you start to put video podcasting, you start to add a video element to it. You now have to address the camera. You need to look into the lens. You need to look around. You need to be more active with your hands. You have to make this now engaging for somebody who is watching it, not just somebody who is listening to it. And this is a really, really important point that's quite difficult to do, if I'm honest. It's what a lot of my peers in the podcasting space commend about myself. They're like, well, you're very good at this. I am very good at this for somebody who knows who has seen me. And I am <laughs> it's a big headed. I am good at this. But the reason why I'm good at this is because I, I'm a trained performer and I've practiced this for many, many years. I do daily content and it's a skill that I thought was very important to learn, but I didn't start being good at it. I'd went, I, I realized this is something that was a massive con, but could be a huge pro if you're the person who can do it. And I think you could be the same. But you need to understand that there's a lot more moving plates. So once your tech is sorted, you then also have, like I said, all this, this, this stuff around you of, I've got to look good. I've got to sound good. I've got to present well. I've got to still have my notes, but I can't have as many notes. You couldn't sight read because you couldn't just read off of a sheet because that doesn't work now. You need teleprompters that adds a whole new thing. So you see how there are a lot of cons. I'm not definitely not saying it's all sunshines and rainbows. And then the final one is from a vis visible authority. 
or visual authority, sorry, that's the word. The visual authority side of things is really important. Now, what I mean by this is if you have a podcast studio and you have a strong or you have an awesome background and you turn that camera on and all of a sudden everything looks really cool, like I have a custom built studio, then all of a sudden it's really, it, it adds another layer. And I learned this from a guy that came on my podcast called Nick Nimmin, who's a big YouTuber. And Nick said this to me about visual authority. And that's a, that's really powerful. If you're looking at me now, you go, wow, Ash has got all of the gear. He's got all the lighting. He's got all of the expensive microphones. That's visual authority. That's a massive pro. But this is where it can also be a con, is that the con for visual authority is that if you are somebody who's been recording your episode in your wardrobe or your closet, and which is, will always sound amazing, by the way, um, and now you have to step up and you're going to start recording it. If you're in your closet or your wardrobe, it doesn't look good. It doesn't. Sa- it might sound great, but it doesn't look good. And if you're in a podcast that's an authority place, and now all of a sudden I see the video of you and you're on a cracky camera on Zoom, and it does make a difference. And sometimes it's like breaking the. It's it's like seeing a magician's you know, how a magician did the trick. Sometimes, unless you, in my opinion depending on the show, depending on your show and the goal you're trying to get from the show. But a lot of the time, if you're trying to present yourself as some very polished, like me as a podcast coach, if I'm a podcast coach, then the next thing you know, and you see me on video, I'm like, sit on my dining room table, like, hello, I definitely will have lost business. And I definitely gained a ton of business when I built my studio. And people do subscribe to my YouTube channel because of my studio. Like it, it does have an impact. And that's a good and a bad, because if you're not in that space and you're not wanting to do that yet, something you need to consider. And then the final con really is time. Um, It can take, it's a lot more time. You have to upload it to other places and things like that. So there are a lot of other cons. So how do you actually do it? How do you actually make a video podcast? Well, pretty, pretty simple, really. Um, Take how I would recommend you do it is you... If you're doing a podcast right now, interview or solo, you need to look at where you record your podcast. So for me, I record my podcast using StreamYard, which is what I'm using this right now. And you can either hearing this or seeing this. And StreamYard, this is how you would do a video podcast, in my opinion, the simplest way. Use StreamYard and brand it up. You're allowed to, you can brand up your whole kind of um, display. You can put branding colors. You can bring the guests in. You can put um, you can put things on screen. You can add videos and overlays, intros and outros. This is my, by far the best place for you to build a video podcast that is simple. If you have um, you know not much knowledge, I think that a lot of the time we're overcomplicating video podcasting, and really, you just need something like Streamyard. You can use something as well. There are other ones out there. There are others available. But one thing that's very important if you are doing video podcasting is that you don't just do Zoom because that's not that's not good enough. I'm going to talk about that later. But you know, that StreamYard. So that's how you would do it. You do StreamYard. They will integrate your uh, they will integrate your webcam. It will integrate your audio. You can bring guests in. You can bring up to ten guests in. You can have intros and outros and overlays and all of these cool things. If if you're an audio only show just jumping onto StreamYard will minimize that that amount of learning because I think that's the fastest way. But you can do it any other way. There are other ways as well. So if you want to do a solo show, you want to edit it, you can record it 
on a normal, just record it like a video, but just turn your camera on as a podcaster and just start recording. You've just got to think about it and not overcomplicate. That's what it is. People are like, oh, now it's video in it. No, it's video. You're just recording you doing the podcast. So for me, how you do it, by far StreamYard is the, the best place to go, in my opinion. I've been using StreamYard for years, like two, like so long now, two years uh, of just a daily. I mean, I'd use it two or three times a day. It's amazing. There are loads of other options out there, things like Ecamm and Restream. There's loads out there. I just use StreamYard, but I've used the others, um, but there are loads as well. And you just find the one that works for you that makes your life a lot easier and presents you in a really strong and, again, visual authority way because it allows you to have all these cool overlays and backgrounds. So that's, again, something really important to look at. So where can you upload it? Well, I kind of alluded to this at the beginning of the episode. I said a little bit about Spotify and YouTube and, well, there's loads of other places as well, but historically video podcasting has always been a subculture on YouTube. So things like Joe Rogan, things like H3, things like the Impulsive Podcast, these big, big podcasts, they have been on YouTube. So you can upload yours to YouTube. You can also upload them to Spotify. And Spotify have a video podcasting space right now. They have been developing this since they kind of brought Joe Rogan across. So they're developing this in depth. Now, YouTube as well, on top of this. So these are where you can upload it. YouTube themselves have announced recently they're getting into podcasting and they're going to go after this space really hard. So that there's a lot of functionality there. Now, my personal opinion on this, and I must stress this is a personal opinion, I would be putting my time and effort into YouTube because the discoverability is there, the infrastructure of people watching video is there, and they are now massively going after podcasting. And when they do, they'll take it over because they they already own Google. Well, they already, sorry, go Google own YouTube and Google have Google Podcast. They've been doing podcasting for years. So they get this and they understand video. So they're going to be the perfect combination. My concern with Spotify is that you need to have an anchor account for Spotify to work. Um, and then, which is fine, by the way, but if you're hosting with other people, if you decide to host with Buzzsprout or Libsyn, then you can't do it as of now might change. So, you know, if you shoot me down in the comments in the video here, then it may have changed by now, but right now you can't. And that I just don't see people dropping all their consuming habits off of YouTube to go to Spotify where they've built listening habits. So I just don't think that it is a smart move. If the choice of the two, I would personally be going for YouTube. I just think it's a winner. I do. And I, and I think that so many people are not really talking about this enough. They're, they're excited about Spotify. We get excited about this idea of a new feature, but I just don't think it's good enough. I don't think that if you look at YouTube, as I've said, and I'm just going to reiterate that point one more time. If you look at YouTube, YouTube have, they have the, the market because they themselves are, They've been people have been listening to stuff on YouTube for years. I used to listen to music on YouTube all the time. That's why I did YouTube music for that reason, because more people are doing it. They have the video, they've got the podcast space. They just need to build the infrastructure in place to really separate it and they'll win. So I think if it was me, that's where I would be uploading it. So it's really, really important things. And when it comes to uploading it, three things you need to be thinking about for that is make sure that you've got a decent thumbnail because that's the first thing people are going to see needs to be clickable. Make sure you have a decent title. 
I'll do whole episodes on this in depth. And I've got other, I've got videos on my channel about this as well. So you can check them out, but I do that. And then also uh, the description for keywords and for, for discoverability, because your keywords in there will, will help you on your SEO scores. So you need to look at those three things. I have done videos on this, so you can check it out. And I will probably do a podcast episode on it as YouTube start to roll out more of what they're going to be doing. So that is video podcasting, but I wanted to dive, and that's kind of the truth about video podcasting, but I wanted to give you these five tips that all video podcasters need to know. These are my tips. These are things I think if you are getting into the video podcasting space, you need to do this. You need to understand this. And if you don't, you are going to really miss out. So let's dive into them. All right. I have them. I think they're all on one slide. Yes, they are. <laughs> they're all on one slide. So we're going to bring that slide up and I'm going to break them down. Um, if you're watching, then you can watch us on the YouTube channel. If you're not and you're listening, don't worry. Everything's all audio first on this show. So the first one, as, as I said, is visual authority. So I've spoke about a lot of these through this, but I wanted to, d to dive deeper into them in this thing. So visual authority is important. Now, I'm not saying about whether you like or don't like visual authority. I want to give you some tips on how to boost your visual authority. So if you are looking to record your podcast and you want to do a video space, you want to find a space that has um, that, that represents you, your personality, your field of topic in that space. Find somewhere that is usually a corner is quite good, um, a little corner where you can put a few things on a shelf or something around you to highlight your personality. So for example, in my video, in my studio, I have a small shelf that has um, a statue of Buddha and I have a statue and um, because I'm a Buddhist and I have a small fake bonsai tree because I am, because um, I, I love bonsai trees and, and like, well, there's no lights in here. There's no windows, so there's nowhere a tree would survive. And then I have my Rodecaster Pro and my speakers on show. Now, the reason I have these on show again is visual authority, but you can do this yourself. You don't have to have all the expensive gear. You can have things small little things in the background that show your personality and bring across what you do. You can do this with a banner. So if you wanted a banner, if you're a business owner and you have a banner of your, of your business, have that behind you. Just make the space look visually presentable. I spoke about it earlier in the episode, and I don't mean you have to have some crazy, awesome background. You don't have to have a studio like me or look at Nick's or the one I said I take inspiration from. You don't have to have like that. You can just be in your lounge as long as it looks nice. Just make it look nice, make it look authoritative and put a couple of what we call personality items in the shop so people can see them and then they, they kind of draw focus from you as well. Again, I'm probably going to, I will do an episode, I'm sure as time goes on, or probably more of a YouTube video on this, on how you frame your camera with like a, with like a the rule of thirds and all this stuff. But right now, visual authority, just focus on having stuff behind you that shows your personality and keeping you fully in frame. If you do that, you will win. The next one is optimized for discovery. So we spoke about this a little bit. Again, optimizing for discovery is that YouTube is a search engine. So you need to optimize your videos. It's a search engine, but it's also, it does a couple of things. You need to optimize your podcast episodes for there's two types of um, ways you'll be discovered. You'll either be discovered through search which is where you're optimizing what your, your SEO, your search engine optimization, so people find it. For example, um, something like how to start a video podcast would be a search-based term. That would be optimizing my title of my episode for discovery. 
And then we said about descriptions and thumbnails, same thing. It's that optimizing for discovery would be your, your titles, your title, your description. So in the description, I would talk more about using a similar words. In this episode, we're looking at how to start a video podcast if you're a beginner, all the way through to an intermediate or advanced. So I'm using these keywords, you know, and use how to start a podcast for a video podcast multiple times. And I would make the description marry up with the title. And then I would make the, the, the thumbnail marry up with all three, with all two of those as well. So then if someone saw it, there's a higher chance over time that episode is going to appear in search. Now that is not to be confused. The other side, which is what we call browse. Now browse is more what we would think of when we think of YouTube, uh, sorry, of um, TikTok, where it's like the for you page where it throws in front of you. Now that is browse. Browse is not something you search. It's something that's put in front of you and you go, Oh, I like that. Think about the YouTube homepage and the YouTube um, like net up next or, or, or suggested suggested page. It's like on the sidebar. This is browse and it's a very different thing. And this is again, another discoverability tactic, but it's a very different thing to search. Search is very much focusing on it appearing and people actually liking it. But then the browse is more about trying to catch someone's attention. This episode, for example, is optimized for browse features. The title being the hard truth about video podcasting. That, that title is designed to make someone go, I want to know what the truth about video podcasting is, and I'm going to click on it. It's not something someone wouldn't be searching the hard truth about video podcasting. What they would be doing is looking for, you know, they would be, we'd, would see this and go, I've been thinking about video podcasting. I need to watch that. And the wonderful thing about YouTube when it comes to your video podcast is if someone has been searching about how to start a video podcast, as they start to do that, YouTube will start to figure this out and they'll probably start to suggest my content, this specific video to them, this specific episode and say, there you go. <clears throat> You've been looking at how to start a video podcast. Here's a video on the hard truth about video podcasting. When you do that, this is where you start to win. So understanding the whole optimization for discovery is very, very important if you're trying to get into the video podcast space and do well with it. If you're not trying to do well with it, if you're just trying to do it and just upload it, that's fine. But you need to know that's a thing. The third one is don't just do a Zoom scrape. So again, I've alluded to this one already, but Zoom scrapes are jumping on Zoom, doing a call with somebody like recording your podcast via Zoom, and then just literally, literally leaving it and throwing it up on YouTube. That's a, that's a terrible thing to do. It sucks and it's lazy. So I'm sorry, guys, if you listen. And if you've done this, I love you all. You're listening to my show. You're part of my community. You're amazing. Don't worry about it, but don't do it again. <laughs> Zoom scrapes, no one really watches. Not really. If you really want people to come to your show and give them a really great experience, Zoom scrapes are just a bad idea. This is what I said before about using software like I use, like StreamYard. The ability to be able to brand up your podcast, to brand up the, the images around your guests, the ability to be able to change the angles and where you're, you are as, as a um like as a, for example, like camera angles and all of this stuff, you can change so much more and it makes it so much more enticing for the viewer. And you do this with a small subscription fee. StreamYard is what I use, but like I said, there is Restream and Ecamm. They're the three, the two, well, the three that I would think of. There is OBS as well, but that's a little bit more complicated. Um, but don't just zoom scrape. It is really lazy and it will not work. And you'll wonder why it's not working. And it's because it's not got any retention or anything to entice people in. So don't, don't do that. And I think that's a, 
that's a big one because I see many people talk about this and they're like, oh, well, I'll bring it back up. I think it's a big one because you see people talking about this and they go, oh, video podcasting doesn't work. Well, it really does work if you if you make it enticing for the viewer. It doesn't work if you just throw up a Zoom call. We're recording now, okay? Yes. <laughs> Don't do that. All right. Third, what the fourth one, sorry, live versus pre-recorded. So you can pre-record your podcast or you can do it live on a video element. Again, using things like StreamYard and other tools. This is not a sponsored video, by the way. I just realized talk about it. it's not. It's just this is what I use. That's the whole idea of these is to make them relevant to what you guys know so you know the tools. If you use those like Restream, StreamYard, Ecamm, you can stream your podcast live. And like this, this video is, this episode of, of Podcast Creators Up is one take. It's just one take. I don't, I don't, I don't do, you know, any, anything else. It's just one take and it's done. So that ability, uh, like I could do this live and I might do this live in the end. There's probably some, some ideas of taking this live on my Friday live stream. I'm toying with it, but you can do a live or you can do pre-recorded. Now it all comes down to your confidence comes down to your timing, comes down to your prep work, whatever it is, your preferences, but you can do both. And that's something I really love is this idea of live versus pre-recorded. Now, when it comes to live, you have loads of other options you want to do in order to make it even more enticing. But you do have, when, when it comes to live podcasting, this ability to to really um, open up the, the floor with it. I think it's a really cool thing. And if you are someone who's doing pre-recorded podcasts, I would definitely play around with lives. This is pre-recorded because I've done this on a live already and it wasn't what I wanted it because I hadn't prepped it yet. Um, but probably moving forward, they'll be live because I think it's a really great idea to do. So you really need to think about it yourself with lives. It's a good move and the tools are all there to do it. Then the final one is clip for maximum effect. So I've spoken about this one a few times already and the clipping for maximum effect is actually, are you clipping your podcast so that you are um, putting it out on all social platforms, clipping into small individual clips, clipping it into small searchable clips. So if you did an episode like this, I could do this episode here where it could be five. Um, these are the whole hard truths about video podcasting. Well, I've talked about the pros and cons of video podcasting. I've talked about the, um, the five tips of video podcasting, which we're doing now. I've talked about the, um, how to upload it, where to upload it. What is it? Well, these could all be clipped into small individual videos and posted out and then they could all drive back. Someone who does this really well is Mind Pump. They are exceptional at this, and I would highly recommend you check out their channel, um, their YouTube channel for this, because they do their their podcast is amazing for this, where they clip it all up and then make the most out of it. You could do this yourself. I think depending on the strategy you're doing, it's a really smart move because it means that you start to really maximize the effects and you get you get to um, get the most out of it. Because if one person likes, may they, maybe they want to know the pros and cons of video podcasting, but they don't want to know the whole thing. Well, they might watch that one episode, that one video, which is optimized for search or browse. And then it brings them back into the full ecosystem and want to know the podcast. It's a super smart move to do. So think about it yourself. If you're looking at podcasting, how can you do this? How can you incorporate it? It's probably a great idea. So those are the five tips. Now my episode takeaway for this. If you've enjoyed this podcast, if you've enjoyed like, then be sure to subscribe first of all. But the episode takeaway is that you need to think about embracing video podcast. If you haven't already, it is coming. Video podcasting is coming. We are, you know, it's on the horizon. 
And if we don't start to act soon, we are going, you're going to miss it out. So now you should have a, a better understanding of it. And hopefully an understanding that is a little bit more in depth than most people are giving because most people don't really want to talk about it. But if you're really thinking about starting a video podcast, now is the time. Because if you start now and start to improve, with by the time you're good, YouTube and all of the other platforms are going to be ready for this. We're looking at the next kind of couple, next two years is going to be invaluable for video podcasting on the platform of YouTube alone. So start now because you're going to be investing in it. If someone told you to start uploading shorts two years ago, three years ago, you would have done it knowing that in three years time or two years time, it's going to all of a sudden the algorithm's going to change. They've been given us this. It's written on the wall. So start focusing on video podcasting. Absolutely. It's well worth it. My name is Ash Borland um, and I'm podcast coach. And if you've enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe to the podcast creators hub and I'll see you in the next one. Okay. Bye.